0: to go to college to play baseball. I think you do. You do not have to. I think you get scouted from college almost always. I'm sure that you get scouted from college. But you don't have to go to college. Name one college baseball team. Uh, Babe Ruth. That's a player, and no. <laughs> 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 that, yeah, that is a baseball player who smoked <laughs> six packs of cigarettes a day. Yeah, and he got a candy bar after him. Uh, I but think was not paid for it. I think you go to high school, you play baseball. I don't think they're. high college baseball teams. There are for sure college there are, baseball There are definitely college it. baseball teams. Name one. Uh, I think it's just minor leagues and then you get scouted for minor leagues, isn't it? I think minor leagues is college. No. No, minor Because people leagues. go from pro to minor. If they're bad? Yeah. <laughs> Actually. <a> <laughs> You're fucking bad. Go do the Goo Goo Gaga Baby League. Here's the thing, Dariah. People also just like to play sports in college. <laughs> mm, that sounds fake. By, by the looks of it, all of the baseball teams are just named after the colleges. <laughs> There's, there's, central, there's Central Arkansas, there's Eastern Kentucky, there's Florida Gulf Coast, Jacksonville. Here comes the people that live here. Here comes the <laughs> University of Colorado, Colorado Springs at Colorado Springs. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Anyway, it's not real. I think we all agree on that. No, we can't use any of that. <laughs> here we go. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Last Ones in Podcast. I'm Dry Archuleta, joined today by E. Hello. And Robbie. Hi. It's been like a whole month Something since like we've that. all been doing this.
1: That's At crazy.
0: Least. Unless you're on Saturdays. Well, yeah, well, that doesn't count. That's like not a podcast. <laughs> it's not podcast it's stuff, it's podcast. Twitch <laughs> stuff. It's kind of a podcast. We just took our audio and just re- uploaded it somewhere, it'd basically via podcast. Done it and done. <laughs> 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 New post credits. <laughs> it was. Yeah, yeah, it actually was. <laughs> Until we like realize it's just more fun to play a video game and we talk about that stuff almost always anyways. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Uh so yeah, today we watched Clerks Three, which finishes up another one of our trilogies. We only have one more left.
1: Which don't, don't look
0: back at movies that might be part of a trilogy. Yeah, yeah, don't look at those. Also, don't look at ones that might not be part of a trilogy soon. we'll talk about that later though uh was like shit all of the movies we've seen this year are part of a trilogy actually i don't know probably a bunch of them actually but i'm gonna be honest you guys told me that we're gonna watch smurfs 3 today and i halfway (laughs) took you guys seriously as like i i mean i guess i did come here to ask robbie if he's ready to watch Smurfs three you did and then you guys were like on the discord chat like oh yeah we're definitely watching smurfs 3 right it's like i I guess we are. I'm not even sure if there is a Smurfs 3. <laughs> there's probably like a Smurfs 7 by now. I, no, those movies didn't do good. Robbie, Google. Google Smurfs it. 3. I know. So there's like Smurfs lost in New York. Isn't that just the first Smurfs? Yeah. And then, like, I think it's Smurfs 2, The Lost Land, and that's when they get to not be in New York. Yeah. Yep, it, the Smurfs, The Smurfs 2, and the Smurfs, The Lost Village. Oh. That came oh. out in 2017. I think the Lost. So, I think Smurfs 2 was the one where they had emo Smurfs. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, Lost yeah. Village is, was just a Smurfs movie, like an actual Smurfs movie, yeah, finally. They just finally did a Smurfs movie, I think. <laughs> They're like, what if this time we use the property? Yeah. <laughs> so, there you go. That's what we should have watched. Unfortunately, we watched Clerks 3 instead. Yeah. Um, Dry was kicking me the whole way because he had to watch Clerks. <laughs> oh, I hate it. I can't believe you guys made me do this. Kevin Smith, isn't he a crypto yeah. bro? Next you guys are going to ask me to talk about Alan Wake. <laughs> 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 on, uh. on our movie podcast. <laughs> well, actually. <laughs> Tactically. It's probably one of the better movie-esque games. For so. sure. I've played one. I think so. Last of Us? (laughs) Yeah, you played Last of Us. I feel like Last of Us is, despite what everyone says, I feel like The Last of Us is genuinely just a video game. I think people really overemphasize how much you're not playing the video game, but it's also very cinematic. Sure, but like having a narrative doesn't make it not a video game. No, I agree with you, but because a lot of people are used to like either there being a small storyline or no storyline in video games, the fact that that one had. A very good storyline is, like, super shocking to them, so they kept on comparing it to a movie. Listen, if we're, like, including that, every RPG, basically, is a movie video game. Yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy. That's a movie. Uh, some of them, yeah. Yeah, actually. <laughs> I forget which one. I don't know if it was you are were telling me this, or a friend. They are saying okay, it's, I'm like... I'm not a friend. I guess that's fine. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm related to you. Uh, but, like, there's a Final Fantasy... Where it generally takes three hours of cutscenes before you're even allowed to save the video game. That's Xenosaga. Xenosaga. Yeah. And it was you telling me that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's Xenosaga. fucking loved Xenosaga 1. Did you ever play any of the others? I tried Xenosaga 2, but it, I, it just didn't click. I only know the Xenoblade series, which I think is tangentially related, but not really. They are related, but they're not the same. Xenosaga is one of the few turn-based strategy games I ever actually liked, though. Anyway, let's get on to talking about movies here. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Clerks 3. Yeah, Clerks 3. Revenge of the Clerks <laughs> could be. Um, Robbie, if people want to watch this, where can they do that? So this one's a little bit weird. It The Usual Suspects is Google Play and Vudu for 3.99, but you can also watch it on Hulu, YouTube, Sling TV, Amazon Prime, YouTube TV, or Philo if you have a premium subscription to Stars. Or as we discussed last time, you could just go to Kevin Smith's house, and he probably just will let you watch it. Yeah, maybe, maybe that is private I, theater or whatever. I will say at the very beginning of this, uh, Kevin Smith has this whole big rant thing about how important it is to have physical media, and he like thanks he personally thanked Drive for buying the physical yeah. copy of it. And then it's crazy him to buy they more. like had him voice it's it's like facade or whatever that game is where you can choose your name. <laughs> <laughs> I That'd always want to call amazing. that game Focade, and I know it's not Focade, because that's yeah. not a word. Yeah, yeah. should be. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he did also say if you hate Kevin Smith, stop buying movies, so that's a good important thing for everyone. That Yeah, if you hate Kevin Smith, stop stop buying Kevin Smith movies. No, you just said stop buying physical movies. That's yeah. actually tr- true. Uh, so I'm going to have to buy them all for everybody. <laughs> you do already. <clears throat> yeah, I know. I, I think, well, okay, Robbie probably does, but like, I've... Normal people not in this room. I probably have one of the highest movie collections at like fifteen. <laughs> yeah, people just don't buy movies anymore. I still buy movies. Yeah, n- you're in this room. You'll okay, notice. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I will say normal people looked like a room. <laughs> yeah, I almost said normal people. I was like, that is really rude to Robbie, <laughs> even if it might be true. <laughs> fair. <laughs> normal people don't play D and D. Well, maybe, I don't know. What's worse is we're not even playing D&D anymore. We're playing Cyberpunk Red. That's worse. That's, <laughs> that's worse. That's not even real. You're just you just, that's madly. You made up another video game. <laughs> no. Actually, it's not a video, board game, sorry. <laughs> it's not even Tabletop a board game. Table, I'm getting there. I'll find them my way. <laughs> I don't know. Do you use a board in it ever? No, actually. Any one of Your you? DM doesn't like have a board to block his die he- from the rest of you? <laughs> no, he actually just has the... um. Those sheets that you can, like, use for a dry erase marker to, like, draw maps. <laughs> Fair huh. enough. That's and then funny. whenever we have our characters on there, he just has, like, little tokens that we just write our first in, our initial on, and then that's our character, and then all the bad guys are, like, one through ten or however many uh, people we have to fight. Yeah. It's very unfortunate. In his group, it's Robbie, Ryan, Roderick, <laughs> <laughs> Ramona, from Rimothy, and Zach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, So yeah, Clerks 3 is rated (laughs) R for pervasive language, crude sexual material, and drug content. Only legal drugs, though, this time. Only legal drugs, actually, yeah. And runtime of 115 minutes, just under two hours. Just what I want. 115 is under two hours? Yeah. 120 minutes is two hours. Yeah. Oh, wait. (laughs) I think he was thinking an hour and 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, my, yeah. my brain said an hour and fifty. I just got off a shift of doing a bunch of manual labor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're good. Give me I get you. I'm not used to working eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my world. Yeah, it sucks. I know. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's awful. It's the worst. I would never do it. Yeah. Um. So before we read the back of the box here, it's a very lengthy back of the box, actually. Yeah. Um, I actually have a question that I think is very important for people. Yeah. Um. What year did Clerks 3 come out? 2022. Yeah. What year was Clerks 2? 20... 2006? Yeah, I think it was 2006. Yeah. It's so been that's... a long time. It's been a while. It's actually longer between Clerks 2 and 3 than it was between Clerks 1 and 2, which is crazy, but... Yeah, so it's been a long time since <laughs> Clerks. Yeah. There's been a lot of i and Bob between there, but... Yeah. Yeah, they're in that one rap music video. Uh, They were in Scream 3. Uh, they were in Degrassi. They eat grass, yeah. They had TV show at one point in time. They met God. I think they were in the Clerks cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. They had a lot of... They had two Hollywood movies made about them. <laughs> <laughs> they had a reboot. <laughs> it was very silly. Anyway, yeah. So you guys have never seen Clerks 3. No. Nope. I have seen it a few times. Uh, let's start with Robbie. What'd you think? I liked it. It is very meta, but it's also very aware of itself the entire time. Like... It is very much a Clerks movie, but it's a Clerks movie about Clerks movies. Yes. Which was a very interesting take to make on this one. It's almost like, it felt like Kevin Smith saying, this is how I felt about the process of making these movies. And made a movie about making the process of these movies. It is sucking his own dick. Kind of, yeah. The whole movie kind of is, really. (laughs) It's sucking his own dick, but it's also calling him scum at the same time, like said. Which is an interesting take to make with it. Uh, It had a couple scenes that were just kind of, meh, but that's just par for the take, I guess. Um, All in all, I think it is a pretty enjoyable movie, though. It does take a couple turns that I kind of saw coming, but kind of didn't see coming at the same time. Okay. But, um, weirdly enough, like this is probably the most serious out of all the Clerks movies, and easily. I'd say that in a very good way, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it is easily the most serious. <laughs> uh, All right, E. Man, it's such a sobering experience watching this after watching Clerks 2 not that long ago mm-hmm. for the yeah. first time as well. It is insane genuinely like the tonal shift cuz this is still like funny and like silly a lot of times but yeah. like my Elias's whole character is just ridiculous <laughs> yeah, yeah but man like <laughs> you could tell Kevin Smith went through some shit yeah yeah this is very much based on his life like so and that's like really interesting cuz uh with Clerks 2 like I was like yeah it's fine it's just not as good as the first one and this and that but I was like man Watching this makes Clerks 2 feel better than it probably is. <laughs> Genuinely. Yeah. It takes a lot of the elements from Clerks 2 and makes them very emotional, I would say. And makes them work more. Yeah. yeah. As well. It's just like it's it's really interesting seeing this, especially. And Clerks One being mostly a distant memory, this helped a lot of like the gaps <laughs> again. Yeah, super nostalgic for yeah. Clerks oh, One. I mean, yeah. I also want to say this is also kind of a combination of like showing how much better Kevin Smith has gotten through the 28 years that he had been directing prior to this. Yeah. He's he learned a lot. He did a lot of things. Yeah. After Clerks, too. He had uh, trouble with his career and uh, Zack and Mir Make a Porno bombed at the box office. Even for a Kevin Smith movie, it bombed at the box office. And it made him change genres and made him do two horror movies after that. Yeah. Which, if I remember correctly, like it's a thing that I remember hearing is that. Whenever he did the Tusk movie, that, that kind of reignited his love for films. Yes. And par- partially because his daughter was in that movie. And like uh, shooting that scene with her, he actually enjoyed it so much that it was kind of like, this is what I love about making movies. And this kind of reignited my passion for it. Yeah, absolutely. Got him back in the game. Uh, after Zach and Miracle he started smoking weed. After this movie, he stopped smoking weed. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, it's kinda, kind of crazy. His, yeah. uh, his career's been weird at least yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so this is just such a crazy movie in a lot of ways and it really makes it this movie specifically makes it a trilogy actually like the other two don't feel like the other two are obviously connected but they just feel kind of like a couple stories Mm -hmm. whereas this like actually ties everything together in a well-defined arc honestly yes and (laughs) that's honestly really impressive i applaud anyone who could take something very silly and manage to like form a natural cohesive story with it because it's it's hard it's really hard yeah (laughs) he definitely pulled it off with this one though but yeah so yeah i i I actually was floored in a lot of ways by this movie wow that's good that's great uh i love this movie a lot Went to it. It had a very, very limited run in theaters. It was a Fathom event thing in theaters. I think it had three days. That's it. That's right, I saw it all three days. And I saw it once. I saw it opening night. There were a lot of fans there, obviously. So it smelled bad. No, it was, it was <laughs> actually, it didn't smell like weed at all. I was shocked. <laughs> but man, the end of this movie, every single person at that theater was crying, just fucking bawling their eyes out. There's gasps. Uh, it was the first time where I've been able to be in a theater with a Kevin Smith movie and watch it with a crowd and that was amazing for me. So, as a fan, that was a great experience. Uh, this movie's fantastic. This movie really is great. It is one of Kevin Smith's best movies. It might be his best movie easily, actually. It's it's crazy. It is crazy how good this movie actually is. I like it a lot. Before we keep going with the discussions of that, I'm going to read the back of the box. Alright, get your popcorn. Since you said comfy. it's very long-winded. It really is a very long back of the box so, uh... Clerks 3 is the third Clerks movie in the trilogy. <laughs> it, may as well. it stars Clerk. <laughs> Alright. Clock back into the Clerks universe for writer-director Kevin Smith's third entry of this iconic comedy series. Once again, behind the counter of Quick Stop, Dante and Randall are still hanging out with Jane, Silent Bob. Handling quirky customers and sneaking off for rooftop hockey, but after Randall has a heart attack, he's determined to make something of his slacker life by shooting a movie about it. Featuring Rosario Dawson, a host of celebrity cameos, and Smith's signature humor, Clerks Three is hilarious and nostalgic capstone to the Clerks' legacy, nearly 30 years in the making. Tells you about nothing about the plot, really. No. No. In fact, I feel like that makes it sound way more of a comedy than it actually is. Yeah, that's kind of the thing about Clerks Three is, spoilers, it is kind of a really heavy drama, actually. Kind of. It's generally very serious. Yeah, I was going to say... The first like 10, 15 minutes of the third, arguably even a little bit longer, is still very much just yeah. like another Clerks movie. Like the very first part of this movie, like before the heart attack, just feels like Clerks too. I think, yeah, that's kind of the point. Ultimately. Yeah, it is. Like mm-hmm. it tricks you to be like, oh, I'm ready for some Clerk hilarity. Say the line, Randall, come on. Yeah, basically. And then the heart attack happens and it's a huge shift in yeah. what yeah. this whole movie is doing. Uh, it's it very serious, very quickly, actually. It's still, like, again, it's still funny throughout. Yeah, it is still funny. It has really good jokes. Again, I think one of my favorite running jokes in this is Elias' character. Every single time you see him after the hospital, he's in a completely different outfit. Yeah. It's hilarious. They're just shooting the shit. They own quick stop now. They're having a great time, hanging out, talking shit, and while they're doing also that- Also, his girlfriend's dead. Also, his girlfriend's dead <laughs> in a blink-and-you-miss-it moment where everybody in the theater gasped. She was like, What? <laughs> So I kind of expected that, but I expected it as in he couldn't he wasn't gonna be able to get the actress again. Yeah, that's what, like I the way that you kind of explained you. it to us is like, oh, like she's not in the movie because like it's almost like she didn't want to be part of Clerks Three, but she absolutely wanted to be part of Clerks Three. She went very much out of her way to be a part of Clerks Three. All of her scenes were filmed in one day. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh she had almost no time to do it. She did it for essentially free. She really wanted to be a part of this movie. She was like she did a good job. Uh, Rosario Dawson's actually a really good uh, actress. So. She's an amazing actress. I don't know what she's in. Clerks 2. It- <laughs> she's in a lot of- <laughs> I know that, yeah. <laughs> she's in a lot of like, weird offbeat comedies, uh, some rom-coms. She's also in some dramatic movies, too. She is in some dramatic movies. Most recently you're saying like, I haven't seen anything with her in it, probably. No, probably not. Most recently, she is the Ahsoka in the live-action Ahsoka Star Wars show. Which, there's a lot of fan outcry saying she should be Ahsoka, and then she got the role. Yeah, she got the role. Did she voice Ahsoka in, like, the cartoon nope. or something? No. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it must be good if Star Wars fans are like, yeah, this woman should play someone. Yeah, I mean, she, <laughs> she fits the role pretty well. I was never invested in Ahsoka because I didn't watch Clone Wars, but... I want, Clone Wars is the only remaining Star Wars content I want to consume. You should consume it. I, I don't have anything to watch it on. It's on one thing. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a lawyer. I'm not going to use it. Uh, But yeah, Clerks 3 opens up with that ridiculousness. Randall has his heart attack. Honestly, some very funny scenes in the hospital with Justin Long while the heart attack is going on. And he's Uh, just like, oh yeah, it's my favorite part of the job. Now drop your pants. Yeah, got to shave your groin. (laughs) Well, got to or get to depends on how much you like your job, and I love my job. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite thing about that is it's like, oh, don't worry, I'll give you a little bit more privacy, and just like, kind of slaps the curtain. it's <laughs> yes, great. Uh, Justin Long also really wanted to be in this movie. Uh, he just happened to be in town at the time, and Kevin <laughs> Smith messaged him, he's like, hey, do you want to be in? He's like, I'm in, but I don't have much time, you got to give me a small part. So, gave him a real small part, and he just came in, like. Off the street, basically, did his thing and then left. I don't know who this is. I mean, obviously, it's that doctor guy, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, or, or the nurse that was doing the groin shaving. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin Long is not a lot of nerd stuff. His uh, his career, actually, in horror is taking off a lot recently. That's good. Uh, to be fair, he kind of got... Well, I don't want to say he got his start, but like people started to notice him in horror movies because he was in Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. yeah, it was really... Unfortunate. Hilarious. And then he played a whole bunch of comedy roles and then a couple more horror roles. Yeah, he is one of the leads for the new Goosebumps show which if anybody has not seen the new Goosebumps show, it is on Hulu and it is on Disney Plus. It is fantastic. Not even kidding it is really fucking good. You know, if only I could watch it but I don't have anything to watch it on. Hulu? No. Disney Plus? No. Well, those are the two things. I have I have Crunchyroll. <laughs> oh. That's not even a real streaming app. Yeah, it is. It's for all the anime is. I watch some of the anime. Actually, I think it is where all the anime is. Basically, yeah, because it has fumination now. Oh yeah, yeah, that's all the anime then. Only the old stuff is missing, which pisses me off. Because I, it's just it's so hard to watch old anime. Some of it you literally can't. Yeah, <laughs> Very it's true. kind of frustrating. But yeah, while Randall is in the hospital, Dante and Elias have this moment in the waiting room, and Elias is like, "God save him!" And then, good, nothing happens. So he's like, "Fine." In my moment of true despair, God has left me. I will give my life. To Satan. <laughs> what well, I thought what was funny about that is, like, whenever he's praying to God to like save Randall, uh, you just hear lightning crack in the background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's also just like I love that this extremely devout Christian <laughs> flipped to Satan <laughs> in one bad bad thing happening to him. The one I, bad thing. Yeah. I hate to say it, that actually is somewhat common when it comes to people who are like very very religious. Is you know, they have their faith shaked, and then, like, what they expect to happen doesn't happen. And so, like, that shakes their faith enough that they decide, like, well, I'm not going to be part of this religion anymore, then. Damn. I mean, he he, he had to th- deal with Randall for, like, 25 years. I feel like his faith's been shaken. 25, th- like, 15 ish, 17, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like his faith's been shaken more than a maraca at this point. <laughs> I think it was just par for the course when it came to Randall, but like I think it's one of those like dealing with death situations. Sure. But Yeah, he devotes his life to Satan, and Randall lives. Yeah, twenty percent chance of living. Twenty percent chance of living, and he got through it. it was a widowmaker, is what it's called. Yeah, the widowmaker. Yeah. Uh, here's he stuck where a thing up his penis to his heart or whatever, kind of his groin. But yeah, That's how they actually do it. Is that different? The groin. The groin doesn't necessarily have, have to be the penis. It can just be the groin area, so like around the penis. Oh, yeah. Uh, Or vagina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be inclusive. (laughs) Got to be inclusive. (laughs) Uh, We learn a very important fact as well during this, which is that Randall has a slightly lower than average penis. Yes. So he thinks. So he says he has a tiny dick and he's very embarrassed about it because he's been telling everybody his whole life he has this giant dick. And then the doctor's like, You have a totally average dick. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Like, hey, it's the best news I've gotten all day. Uh, But yeah. That after many discussions, Dante kind of convinces Randall, like, um, yeah, I should make a movie about my life. I'm going to make a movie. Dante doesn't convince Randall. Well, kind of vice versa. Dante just says stuff, and then Randall's like, I'm doing it. I make movie. Yeah, pretty much. I think, yeah. f- for me, part one of the funnier things about this was Elias, like, whenever he decided he's going to uh, devote his soul to Satan, like, he just drops his pants right in the middle of the waiting room, <laughs> and he was just like, I'm a virgin. Like Satan really wants virgins, take me as your concubine and like bends over. Everyone's just staring at him in the waiting room. Like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? <laughs> this is really good, yeah. <laughs> uh, but oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. This is the part, uh, the heart attack things where it is very much Kevin's been taken from his life. He had a widowmaker heart attack. Oh, he yeah. had a huge fucking heart attack. I was gonna uh, say this is around the time that like he was texting, uh, not texting, uh, tweeting a whole bunch about how he couldn't actually go onto an airplane because he was too large at this point in his life because wasn't he like 400 plus pounds? He was very big, very, very big. And yeah, he had a giant heart attack. He should have died, really. Uh, And that's kind of what this movie is about is him kind of dealing with that aspect of like, I should have died during this. Like, there's no reason why I should have lived. And so that's where the entire inspiration for the story comes from. And honestly, I mean, it doesn't keep... It's only, like, somewhat of a constant thread, but the survivor, like, depression is genuinely such a real thing. Mm -hmm. It's, like, crazy. And I feel like that is really underutilized in media, just period. Yeah, it is. Like, it is so surreal, this feeling like, I shouldn't even be alive. Why am I even alive? Yeah, but he took it as a sign. From whatever God or whatever. I think he's very Catholic, from. actually. Uh oh, um, sorry, Kevin Smith, not, yeah, yeah, not yeah, Randall. Not, not Randall. <laughs> um yeah, Kevin Smith took his sign and he lost tons of weight. He went vegan. He got super, super healthy. Uh just last year he stopped smoking weed as well. He way on the he's way, way, way on the skinny train. Dude is super skinny. As you can see in this movie, actually. There's something so funny about thinking the fact that weed is vegan, technically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, he went vegan. Very healthy lifestyle. He was yeah, he's super skinny in the yeah, super skinny. He very he lost tons of weight. Good for him. Uh, it, the heart attack really scared the shit out of him. Honestly, yeah, you would expect that. Yeah, I And mean, it it's just what it takes for some people though is like something super life altering, whether it's a heart attack or like they, um, ha- well, they have to deal with like the side effects of diabetes and like okay, we either lose weight or you lose a foot. Like pick your choose. Yeah, well, both ways you lose weight. <laughs> <from> that fair <laughs> either way he lost 10 pounds uh, but yeah so it's one of the f- foot, hmm? <laughs> one of the things that uh, Kevin Smith uh, says even in the intro of popping in this Blu-ray like hey the reason that this is made because is you guys buy physical media and what he means by that is that he did Jay and Silent Bob reboot off of a shoestring budget mm-hmm. and the physical sales were insane on that really? I, bought, I bought a copy uh, the physical sales like do you like that movie much it's okay I don't think it's his best. I think there's some good stuff in there, but it's fine. <laughs> that's all Dry ne- Dry doesn't even need that, actually. Dry will be like, you know this movie? Man, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the sales for that were so insane that Lionsgate was like, yeah, we will greenlight Clerks 3. So the only reason why Clerks 3 even was made is because Jane and Bob reboot sold incredibly well over DVDs. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's great. That's that's one of those things that's like, oh, that's cool. story of Clerks 3 goes on. They are making Clerks, yeah, and that's most of the movie. Really, is just redoing those scenes from Clerks one and some in Clerks two, kind of. Yeah, because they did talk about some scenes in Clerks two and like how he's going to put that in the movie that he wrote. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of that and a lot of Randall saying like, "I'm going to do the writing and directing. You can do everything else, Dante. You're the producer. Yeah, yeah. yeah You're yeah. the producer. You do all this other stuff like fund the money, make sure that everybody's paid, taken care of, blah blah blah. Yeah, and they end up having auditions like that, and Dante. Does take on a lot of it, begrudgingly. Yeah. But he does do it. Uh, he even well, goes... He, as, he had a vision from his dead wife. Yes, he did have a vision from his dead wife. So that's one thing that does happen is he's like, I'm not doing it. And he walks, he goes and visits his uh, dead wife at the cemetery. And it's a pretty good scene, actually. It is. She talks about fucking a lot, so. She talks a lot about fucking. But yeah, he like is like, this wasn't the life that I wanted. And... I had everything right in the palm of my hands and it was taken away from me before I could do anything about it. And I didn't get a choice. And she's like, you have to stop holding this torch for me. We knew each other for like 15 minutes. And what? You haven't let me go for 15 years? <laughs> she's like, I, I just, what do you expect me to do? Just walk away? She's like, yes, live your life. Write this next chapter. Do turn the, the page, thing. Yeah, turn the page. Do the next thing. And like, I just don't know how. And they talk and they have a good time. And she's a... Uh, figment his imagination, but... A dream. A dream, rather, yeah. Uh, and convinces him, like, yeah, turn this next page. Do the next thing in your life. And that convinces him, like, okay, Randall, I will be the producer, I will get the money, I will find the actors. And so he does hold auditions, which is just a bunch of reasons for him to get cameos from all his friends. Yeah, I was going to say, I I did like the fact that a bunch of uh, Hollywood A-listers that are just friends with Kevin Smith were doing all the auditions for this. Yeah, I recognized one. It's arguably the lowest end of the A-list, probably. Who'd you recognize? Danny Trejo. Yeah, Danny Trejo's in there, yeah. (laughs) That's arguable, like... Danny Trejo is a pretty beloved actor, even though he's considered to be, like, you know, a side character in every movie that I he's like, like, I love him, but do you think he gets the big bucks, like, the rest of these? I mean, I I don't know the rest of these. In some so. cases, yeah. Some of them he does get more money than, some of them, no. Like, Ben Affleck is in there. I don't, I, I know him well of a name. Uh, he was the one who was, like, super Jersey accent. Like, super, super New York accent. Had the five o'clock shadow. Like, yeah. Well, a lot there of, Mad a lot of. yeah, they all actually. Uh, a lot of these were like, white dudes, right? Like, dude, lemon face, so. slack. Yeah, he's like bare Ah, uh, lemon okay. face. Mm, that's Ben Affleck, one okay. of the <laughs> biggest stars in Hollywood slash writer directors. It's fine. Also, <laughs> also, friends with Kevin Smith. <laughs> friends with Kevin Smith. <laughs> sure. Again, they actually had a falling out for a long time, and uh, him just kind of Ben Affleck's career failing. Brought him back to Kevin Smith. So he's like, man, like everything's going wrong in my life. And you're the only person who's like always cheered me on. And like, even from the sidelines when I stopped talking to you, like you would just be an article saying how great I'm doing. Like, and I never, I took advantage of that friendship. And he's like, I want that back. You're like, okay, we can be, we can be friends again. The way that Smith, you like, put that well, we made it friends. sound super parasitic. <laughs> like, hey, like you, you were really good for my career. My career's down in the dumps. Do good stuff for me again. <laughs> like, it's I not that like, I don't want to be friends. I want you to save my career. I do. I, it's, he also makes it sound like he's like crawling back to Kevin like it was a terrible breakup. <laughs> it kind of was a terrible breakup. But yeah, Ben Affleck went to, back to his old uh, late 90s, early 2000s ways. Went back with J-Lo. Friends with Kevin Smith again. His whole early Kevin 2000s. Smith seems to just be friends with everyone. Nobody really hates Kevin Smith, it seems like. Yeah. He just seems like a good guy to be around. He seems fun. He's yeah. like a cool dude to hang out with. Yeah. So all of his friend cameos there. And uh, Dante and Randall keep talking. Like, okay, how do we get this money? And Dante's like, I have a meeting today. And it turns out it's with his ex-fiance. Anna. Emma. Emma. <laughs> I had a letter You were right. close. You were close. You got the uh. <laughs> I had a letter right, and I was only one off of the other letter. <laughs> <laughs> Emma, or Anna, that's spelled with an M. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Emma. Uh, And he begs and pleads, like, please, please give $20,000 so Randall can do this thing. $30,000 so Randall can do this thing. And she's like, basically it says, like, I wish Randall would have fucking died. Like, fuck that guy. Mm -hmm. And he says, okay, well, I'll put up my half of the convenience store if you you loan us this money. And listen, I know she's supposed to, like, come off as a bitch, but I feel like she's pretty vindicated, all things considered. She deserves to be angry. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. she definitely does. (laughs) I would have I like, gave him shit. Yeah, probably not. But, yeah, ends up making that deal, and they got the money. So they're making the movie, and you get a bunch of montage compilations. Yeah, uh, Silent Bob's the cinematographer, which is funny if you know. It's, yeah, because Silent Bob's Kevin Smith. And he, I love his speaking <laughs> moment in this. Yeah. It's actually great. Because <laughs> it's a thing you've pro- you... Well, I technically wouldn't know, because I didn't watch any of the spinoff stuff. But, like... Yeah, Jalen Silent Bob did go to like Be on movies and stuff well, in Universe. In Universe, they did have movies made about them. They went to Hollywood. They were on two Hollywood sets. Um but like the best part about it is like him just explaining yeah, like making this auteur artistic thing about it the when colors in reality, are too grimy in here. Right? Yeah, like it's too grimy and gross. Anybody with eyeballs can see that. What attitude neutral You want to make it seem like it's security cameras that are watching you the entire time. And then also, subliminally, everybody will see like the grays and the darks of life showing what it's like to work here. That's what I would do if I made films. Uh, Also, if you don't shoot it in black and white, I'm not shooting it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Which is just funny because in reality, Kevin Smith's reason was like, it's cheap and I don't have money. (laughs) I wonder if it would even be any cheaper nowadays. Black and white would be more expensive now. Yeah, Yeah, I thought so. That's funny. Yeah. Because just filming. So general he, is more he spent expensive. more money this time than he would have. Oh, I mean, yes. this was shot on red. Red is fucking expensive. Yeah, he shot on red camera and just black and white filter on it. But <laughs> so he, he wasted the. I guess like he shot a lot in color. Obviously, but that's yeah, so right. funny to like use a really nice camera and then just put a filter on it. Very expensive camera, but very nice camera. Yeah, I'm very sure. versatile. So, yeah. Everyone plays themselves in the movie. Everyone ends up yeah. playing themselves. Well, after. yeah, after they, he realizes that he didn't like anyone on the audition, he's like, we're just going to play ourselves. How about that? Also, no no uh, pseudonyms, even. Yeah, what is this fake name bullshit? Mad Magazine? Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> Mad Magazine. Randy is now Randall. Dan T is Dante. Like, fuck it. What am I, a writer? <laughs> <laughs> was it was fried fucker or whatever was like Oh fryer fuck fryer fuck yeah <laughs> for Elias <laughs> I was pretty close <laughs> I think my name's better yeah but yeah, they just start remaking all the scenes from Clerks 1 yeah it's but they're kind of showing like what it was old. like yeah well that and showing what it was like for them to be behind the scenes while doing all those things which is very accurate from that but the thing that I like about this is Kevin Smith went way out of his way to contact all of the people who were in that first movie they are super fucking old in a lot of the scenes now. You can super tell. Yeah. But the people who were in that were all in this. They played themselves again. Like that's. I wonder that's how many so you were good. excited to come back. Everyone. Every single one of them. They really wanted to be involved in the project. Because all of them just I went mean, on to have day jobs. To yeah. be fair, the ones that weren't excited were in the movie again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like everybody was super excited. Some people he had a hard time getting a hold of because they're just people just people they don't have like industry like hey i haven't talked to you in 28 years but do you want to be in another movie you remember clerks uh like one of the ones that worked at the store yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's like no no the movie i think part of the reason i thought about that was uh gotta look up her name real quick the girl that was dante's girlfriend and the first Clerks, veronica Veronica. yeah how like she makes a big fuss about being in this movie about how like they want, her, uh, them to write her out, or she's gonna sue them and all. So it makes me think, like, maybe somebody like threw a fit about wanting to be in this third one, or maybe whenever they are doing the first one, like somebody threw a fit about it. I can see somebody have thrown a fit about it in the first one, but yeah, he was very adamant to get as many people involved as possible from the original one. He really just wanted to have that again. They shot it in the original convenience store again too, which in the second movie they didn't do that. Well, it was in a completely different place in the yeah. second movie. Yeah. yeah, but they actually shot this in New Jersey. They shot at the convenience store. And while they were shooting in the day, they actually, in the alley uh, behind the convenience store, made a little shop so that the owner can continue to sell all of his stuff <laughs> while they made the movie, which is hilarious. We'll make you a temporary shop so we can go ahead and use your actual shop to do this. Yeah. What if, I would, what if you just give me more money instead? Well, they didn't have it to but <laughs> uh this he had a much bigger budget for this movie, but I think even then it was like twenty million, which is like still just nothing one for a million movie. for my convenience store take it or leave it <laughs> yeah take probably, it yeah <laughs> he probably would <laughs> I'd get a million dollars that's like winning a th- a tenth of the lottery, yeah, but yeah, so they're doing all the scenes, and whenever uh Veronica does have that thing, uh she ends up making a comment like people have families, I'm the only one with a family here. And she like realizes what she said to Dante. Yeah, because yeah, Dante's wife died and she was pregnant. Yeah, hit by a drunk driver. Yeah, and so she's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." He starts crying, runs out to her car, and Dante goes out and consoles her. He's like, "Listen, it's just it's just nice to see you after all of this time. It's it's been hard. Things are hard. You, you just, you're having a hard time. I get it." She's like, "You know what else looks hard? <laughs> Basically, like anyway. Do you want to fuck?" And then they just have sex. Yeah. Un- unrelatable, honestly. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Car sex sounds awful. It's not the best. <laughs> let's be real. It's not it the looks most like comfortable. like a hot box in there. Yeah. it's, it's it, Let's not even talk about this. But <laughs> do you really want to go down this rabbit hole? <laughs> I feel <laughs> like I have experiences with this. <laughs> do you? Yes. Yeah. Weird. What Weird i don't know it just seems uncomfortable like i said it is uncomfortable it, it's one of those things of like <laughs> whenever you're either a high school or a college kid and like you're trying to sneak out to go get or go do that with somebody and you have nowhere else to go you just do it in a car Fair in enough, some I empty guess. parking lot i'm gonna say despite every, me finding it gross i feel like i end up more comfortable talking about this stuff to Dryden. it sometimes there's just layers of <laughs> see that's it's the awkward. thing when it's all gross there's no layers. It's just all gross. So like, I'll talk about whatever, and then people are like, "Well, no, that's about me." And I'm like, "And?" <laughs> I, I think part of it is because like me and Drag grew up together, being family, and everything probably gets awkward if we talk about our sex lives. Here's a trick, guys. Your parents had sex too. Uh, I think I'm adopted, actually. So <laughs> <laughs> your parents still had sex. Oh, yeah. right. That's still how that works. To huh? change that. <laughs> Um, Anyways, uh, we'll I'll, I'll spare you guys from having to talk about yeah, your yeah, yeah. hot sweaty car <laughs> sex. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it uh, goes on making more of those scenes, and one of the scenes come up, and it is the donkey show at movies from Clerks 2. And... Also, Jay and Silent Ball fucking have the necessary crunk out moment or whatever. Yeah, this, yeah, they have a fun... They basically shoot a music video is what it looks like to me. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, also, one of the best things about not best, but one of the funniest things about this, all the weed in it is branded weed from Kevin Smith. Like it is his <laughs> brand weed oh, that he sells. So he in real really life. is jerking his own dick. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, Just all the way through. Yep. I was like confused. I was like, why is he like? Because there's a joke where they like still pretend like it's legal. Yeah, when they sell it. So I thought that that was part of it. Like they hit it in like Mentos, basically. No, that does a, that is a package that he sells a pre rolled joint. He sells that. That sounds so superfluous. <laughs> People yeah. love it. I wasn't sure where that joke, like, that's how we did it in the 90s, son, was going to go. But, like, that's what it was, is them pretend like they're doing yeah. an illegal <laughs> weed deal outside <laughs> of a fucking weed shop. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, the movie scene happens, and Dante realizes, like, I fucking can't go through with this. Has another... Uh, kind of ghost- has a panic attack. Yeah, he yeah, it does, does have a panic attack, and has a ghost moment with... Uh, his Rob Rob Roblin. <laughs> Roblin. That's Robin like, Robble. That's not like even a name. <laughs> I meant Robin, but I couldn't get it out. <laughs> My brain kept me like Robbie. He's right here, Robbie. And I'm like, no, that's not. <laughs> it's, it's like Robin or something. It's Becky. Yeah, I was pretty close. Be- <laughs> Becky Bex, as he calls her. Yeah. Um, has Max a moment. Hicks. What a terrible name. Afterward, <laughs> kind of terrible, actually. Yeah. Um and he's like I can't go in there. He's like, "Why? It's just a restaurant. I haven't been in there since you died when you were hit by that driver." And he he's was like, "Drunk." He's like, "Listen, it's just a building. It doesn't mean anything. it we means had our something best to- Yeah, there. it's like I had our best times there. Like it means something to me. And then he runs away because he just can't do it. And he can't took deal. off his jacket. Took off his jacket. Drops it on the ground. Uh, Randall comes to find him and finds his jacket on the ground. And uh, Dante goes and gets fucking shit faced. Yeah, as one does sometimes. Whenever you're in a moment of gr- of extreme grief. Yeah, yeah. Can't be sad if you're drunk. You can't be sad and drunk. <laughs> it's just you convince yourself that you're not going to be sad and drunk, and then you just get sadder and drunk. It's way sadder, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can't be depressed if you're drunk. Ah! Also, not true. <laughs> yeah. Nah, that's that's. Alcoholics for sober will you probably to worry try to about. convince you otherwise, but that's also not very true. <laughs> yeah, it's only a problem when you stop. <laughs> okay, well let's not send you to an AA meeting. <laughs> e do we have to have a talk? No. I I do drink a lot of uh, soda, <laughs> <laughs> more than a healthy amount. That's true. More that is very amount. true, actually. <laughs> Coke Zero. If you want to sponsor me, I can fucking drink <laughs> so much of it. One gallon a day. Um. So yeah. They uh end up Randall ends up going back to the convenience store. And uh, Dante got a, a Dante press did get some release. press, because Randall had been begging the whole time, to get some press, and it's a high school writer for a high school paper. hmm And Lisa and her daughter Lisa. Yeah. Not don't call God. her little Lisa, and swear to God, you do not call me big Lisa. <laughs> her husband just Got busted for being at a strip club. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. spending all of her $5 bills at a strip club. <laughs> she won those at bingo, damn it. It's such a weird <laughs> it's a thing. It's great, though. It uh, felt very ad-libbed, but in like the best way possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I For a second, I thought they brought back the people in the second movie. Oh, Wanda oh, A couple Sykes. that yeah. got mad because he was saying slurs. That would have been. That Wanda been... Sykes during that scene would have been pretty great, too, honestly. She would have been really great, yeah. But, yeah. So Dante comes, he's drunk, and there's like, let's, Randall pulls him aside, and he's like, listen, you fucking idiot, uh, you haven't done anything for this movie ever, you suck so much, and we're- you're selfish. You're selfish and awful, and this is about me, and how dare you not do that? I had a heart attack, I almost died, uh, how dare you? And he's like, just, we're gonna, listen, we're gonna shoot this scene tonight, because the person writing it is here, but tomorrow we're reshooting it, because this is bullshit, and we need something good, and you're ruining everything. And- I mean, it's so beautiful because like, they do the big fight scene from the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. And for a while, it is line for line, uh, and then it's not. And yeah. I actually like how they do what is the line from the movie because it goes from the perspective from that shot in the movie, that just straight-on shot of them sitting in the corner in black and white, and then from the lines that aren't in the movie, it cuts to an overhead shot of Dante, and I, this thing is really yeah. good because it actually meshes really well. It did. It <laughs> meshed way... like. Actually, I actually have a hard time telling. Well, it, part of it's because it's been a while since I've seen the first Kirk's movie, but it's hard to tell like where that scene ends and like the scene of this wherever he goes off of script begins. Yeah, it's really this. good because it, really, it really just good. yeah it transitions so super seamlessly, and it might be some of the best acting in this movie is this scene in particular. It's really good. It is it's uh, also one of the longest lo- like parts in this movie too. Yeah, it is. it is really long. But it ends up with Dante being like, I have been doing so much here, and I lost everything, and it kind of goes over everything yeah, that you've like, been saying. Like, oh, have you had a heart attack. Some of us died a long time ago, and like goes off his whole speech with that one. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to like go off the lines like what he says of this. He basically yeah. goes on about how whenever he lost Becky, he lost himself with that. Well, one of the parts that I do want to touch on, because he's like, and we get it, it's a movie about your life. Well, listen, we're buddy- your life is my life. And has it ever occurred to you that maybe I don't want to relive it? Yeah, he's like, I don't it's- want to relive all of this. He's like, for finally, after all this time, I've, after coming into this place every day and wanting to kill myself, I started feeling like I didn't have to feel that way anymore. And then you want to make a movie about all of this. And maybe some of us don't want to relive any of that. Uh, it's really powerful, actually. Yeah. And really good. He's really yeah, good in this scene. And like... Probably one of the best scenes in the entire trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. It's really Like good. I said, like, there's some moments where it's, like, the acting is okay in this, like, but then it, like, it got very real in a lot of different ways where, like, this is definitely, like, one of the best scenes in the movie. Yeah. The guy who played Dante put his fucking heart and soul into this one. Like, Absolutely. you can really feel that he was going for it, which is great that Kevin Smith, like, let him have that. It's just, like... Fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the implication Kevin Smith's wife been like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're too good, buddy. Tone it down. Three notches. Some directors can be like, hey, too like, intense. Bring it back. Okay, Ethan Hawke trying to get his Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you tone it down about 25%? I'm sure I don't know who that is. Nope. Even though we've definitely watched movies on this podcast with Ethan Hawke in it. I bet. <laughs> we well, See we the pre-evolution of Ethan Hawking? Is that a person? No. <laughs> Hawk trio. Um, so yeah, that happens. And then when he finishes his big giant monologue, he goes to walk away and Dante falls to the ground. And everyone's like, wait, what the, what everyone the fuck? Everyone starts clapping. Yeah, everyone starts clapping. Like, now, And the uh, adult Lisa yeah. is like, now that's what I call fucking acting. That was incredible. And Dante doesn't get back up. And they call an ambulance, and it turns out Dante had a widowmaker heart attack, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of foreshadowed in this movie. It is because at the very beginning, whenever Dante's talking to the doctor, she's like, "Yeah, uh, well, maybe first thing you should do to try and help him is shove a fucking vegetable down his throat every once in a while instead of eating movies every day." He's like, "Yeah, we, uh, next time we're just ordering off the vegan menu at movies." You're like, "Okay," which is still bad. <laughs> still bad. And she's like. And if you're his age and you've been eating the way he has, you should get your heart checked out too because you're right behind him. Uh, and he presumably didn't, obviously, and he did not know. Uh, so yeah, he has had a heart attack, and the hospital's a very different tone now. In uh, the first time you go to the hospital, like, everyone's kind of fun and like woo like, wacky, little wacky, little wooey. Yeah. Like Randall, like oh, don't look at my dick; it may not be the size that I want it to be, and like that whole this thing. This time, like they don't know where Randall is even. Yeah. <laughs> It feels more like a real hospital. Yeah, yeah, like they won't let him just walk around the hospital. Um like he tries going up to one nurse is like, "Hey, where like where's my buddy?" and like, "You can't be back here. You need to fucking leave." Mm-hmm. And uh sees Dante there. He's like, "Dante, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." And he's like, "It's everything's going to be okay, man. I'm right here for you." And well, Dante... even before then cuz no, like, yeah, uh he sees Elias first. Yeah. And starts and, like Elias makes the comment of like it's kind of weird to be back here now. Like I don't like that we're here again. And then he's like, well, I'm going to go shoot some more scenes in my movie. He's like, are, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, your best friend's in the hospital, and you're going to go and shoot your movie while there's more important things happening? Like, fuck you, Randall. Yeah, because he's like, well, I had a heart attack, and it was fine. He's going to pull through, too. Yeah. And actually, some really good acting from the guy who plays Elias here, too. Because he's like, yeah. actually a really serious moment. Yeah. It goes from that, because like, mostly with Elias, and I feel like it is very much on purpose. Like, You know, when he kind of talks about things, he just... It almost feels like he's, like, reading off a prompter when he's doing it, or, like, he's in maybe too much thought when he's doing it. Yeah. But, like, this scene, it is very much like, like, what are you doing? Yeah. And he's like, I'm just going to, I'm going to go work on a movie. He's like, What? Well, I'm not going to use here. He's like, what do you want me to tell you? I want you to tell me that you're not going to go work on your fucking movie because your best friend's in the fucking hospital, Randall. It's really good. It's yeah. really yeah. good scene again. <laughs> well, I, it's just great because, you know, the... Change of elias is treated as a joke, obviously, mm-hmm. yeah, but like it shows that he it he changed genuinely, like he started really thinking about a lot of stuff, clearly, yeah, and like even saying, like, I used to look up to you, man, and this is the kind of shitty person you are, yeah,, uh, and it's just and he's like uh. Starts talking about like how Dante gave everything. He's like, what do you mean Dante gave everything? He's like, you don't even realize. He put up his half of the store just so you can make your fucking movie. He's like, He called up his ex, Emma. Yeah, and he's like, what? I didn't know that. He's like, of course you didn't know that, because why would he tell you that? And then that's when Dante comes yeah, out. Yeah, and he's like, Dante, listen, I didn't know anything, and they kick him out. because. Yeah, and he's like, get security over here. Get this guy out of here. And Randall runs back to the quick stop. Uh, very emotional. Mm-hmm. And starts looking at all the pictures from their past on the wall and pulls out his computer and starts writing and editing, actually. Yeah. And uh, I do like with this scene, it's like all, it seems like it was like the, the behind the scenes shots from whenever they actually shot the first Clerks movie. Yeah. That they're doing this part. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of them. Uh, and starts editing the movie, and runs back, or gets Jane Simon Bob involved, actually. Yeah. Uh, we haven't talked about that much. They're smoking weed, and doing weed stuff. They're doing movie. their, they're being Jane thing. Silent Bob, in the this best, movie. The best thing that's out of their wheelhouse, is Kevin Smith, like, actually being a director. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and so he like, goes to Jane Silent Bob, he's like, listen guys, I, <laughs> I, I this, need, really this is ghost. a pretty funny scene too. Mm-hmm. Like, I need you guys, to make a distraction for Dante. Who the fuck is Dante? Like, <laughs> Dante, the guy who's owned the other, have a quick stop with me? You mean Sergio? Like His name's Sergio, ain't he? So I was like, yep. Yeah. You're like, no, that's name's Dante. He had a heart attack. Like, he had a heart attack? Sergio had a heart attack? Fuck, we'll do anything for Sergio, man. What do you need? <laughs> <laughs> I need a subtle, a subtle <laughs> distraction. Yeah, I need a subtle, small, slight distraction just so I can get in there. Like, you got it. And then it's just Jay running yeah. through. I made poop in I, the I made Dante. poo-poo in the ICU. <laughs> he's like, pants are down, underwear's on his head, and he's running. <laughs> That's a mask. Oh, yeah. like a surgical yeah. mask. Oh, it's a it's surgical actually- mask with the eye holes cut out. Yeah, 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 And then he's running through, gets a distraction, and Randall gets into Dante. And Dante yeah. is in a bad way. Uh has it's a tube down so his everything. throat, yeah. Uh, yeah. IV's everywhere, he can't really move. And Randall kind of starts breaking down. He's like, listen, man, uh, I'm here for you. I love you. Uh, I, w- I want to show you this. Let's watch a movie. And then Dante kind of tries to talk to him, and he can't because he has a tube in his mouth. He's like, no, no, it's it's fine. Uh, let's watch a movie. And he puts the movie on, and it's scenes from Clerks. And it's all Dante I think, scenes. Yeah, because I think that's the part that really makes it so emotional, is that it's the original scenes. Yeah, it's all, all and the all originals. Their, all their... <laughs> glory (laughs) quote-unquote yeah uh and randall starts to go on about like you were totally right man like this movie wasn't about me it's about you you're my hero you're the luke skywalker yeah you've always been the luke skywalker not doc (laughs) yeah (laughs) um you're like and this is the movie that it should be it should always have been about you like i love you man and you get a really good emotional scene of it transitioning to dante in a movie theater watching all of this play out um an empty movie theater he looks around and sees no one's there mm-hmm. as it starts going uh becky walks in yeah and she's like man this is really good he's like it's the best movie i've ever seen and some more scenes very emotional everyone's kind of crying i'm crying yeah. <laughs> uh and then he stands up she's like wait what don't you want to see how it ends like no i don't need to see how it ends i trust the director and they walk out and once they walk out of the theater it cuts back to real life and Dante Flatlines. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. A lot. It's a lot, yeah. <laughs> I, it's always so interesting to me that it, there is that trope of like watching your life back as a movie in an empty movie theater. Yeah, and it works so well it's, here. It, it always very works well. In well. This. Like, I, genuine, like, it's always so impressive. Even, you know, this is probably like the sixth or so time I've seen this kind of scene, but yeah. it's always so like... It's it's melancholy, like it's my favorite word I say all the time. Yay! But it it generally is such a melancholic feeling of like knowing everything around, knowing what's happening, and knowing that it's the end. And obviously, it's like a play on, you know, my life flashed before my eyes. So Mm -hmm. a real, like a modern quote unquote take about it. But it's so beautiful every time I see it, especially like. And this is Clerks. Like, this is a silly trilogy, ultimately, but, like, it's. This scene is for. This scene's for dry, ultimately. The people who grew up on it. Yeah. The people who watched Clerks 1 when they were around the. I mean, obviously, you weren't around his age. <laughs> I was 14 when I saw Clerks 1 yeah. for the first time. But, like, seeing it at that time, growing. Kind of growing up with the characters. And, like, Clerks 1 being this kind of, like, beautiful coming of age film almost even if he's like 20 something or whatever and yeah it absolutely is coming of age yeah and then like clerics 2 as like as much as like i'll probably still kind of give a lot of grievances of it is kind of that wild party college age for better and for worse ultimately yeah, yeah. so like clerics 3 comes by and it's such a sobering experience like no we're we're old now like we're grown up we can't be doing this shit yeah we got stuff to take care of life happens like and it's just so beautiful and you know like in in a way you expect Dante to have to to you expect what's gonna happen like you ultimately know what's planned to happen and it still it still hits hard And it's such... It's just beautiful in a lot of ways. It really is. Um, I think I kind of like the bittersweet aspect of it because it is Dante's death scene, but it's almost perfect for his character because now he... It's it's like he said earlier, like he died whenever his... Whenever Becky died. And now he gets to be with her again, which is what he ultimately wanted. Well, and I was saying like how it retroactively makes it kind of a character arc for Dante. The first actual decision Dante ever made like outside of anyone else. This was his choice. Yeah. Was to be released. And like, that's just beautiful. This man who always blamed the world for everything and never felt like he had any choice in the matter getting to make the most important one. Yeah. It's, it's really good. Um, um, goes over to the next scene of Dante's funeral. And everyone's there. Uh Elias is giving a speech and one of the other running jokes in the movie is uh, he quotes the Bible uh and he's like just as the good thief said we are nothing uh but thieves. And the whole time everyone's like what's a butt thief? And they do the joke again. Yeah. Uh and he's like uh I may be a born again Satanist, uh, but I still believe in heaven. And if there is a heaven, I know Dante's up there because he's the best guy I ever knew. Uh, and then quotes Dante's Inferno. And yeah. <laughs> uh, goes and sits down. And then Randall has a speech that's like really silly, but also really touching, actually. Yeah. And brings it all full circle. Because it's the thing where he's like, you know, I was thinking of quoting. Star Trek, but you know, I was always more of a Star Wars guy, but I decided for the first time in my life to not quote a movie and instead quote the man himself. you shouldn't even be you shouldn't even be here today, yeah, just like the line uh it was really good uh and then it goes back to the store. Uh, Elias is taking up the spot, ultimately. Yeah, he goes and stands behind the counter, and Randall's like, this is it. This is us forever. You're my best friend. He's like, I I can't replace Dante. He's like, listen, I wasn't kidding way back when we were at movies. uh, You are my best friend now. Who else am I going to hang out with? It's me and you all the way, buddy. And then uh, Dante's ex-fiance walks in. Yeah, she's like, hey, Dante said... He put up the money and had the collateral, and now he's dead, so you either give me the money or I own half of this shit. Mm-hmm. And that's when the his ex machina yeah. of the whole movie comes yep. in. <laughs> Elias has had these NFTs that he's been trying to get going through this whole thing. The something something church. The crypto. Yeah. The crypto church cosmology or whatever the fuck. Yeah. It's kites. And it's Buddy Christ on a kite NFT. Yeah. And uh, his friend comes running. And he's like, the kites are flying. The kites are flying. And he's like, our kite NFT sold out. He's like, what? We made a million dollars. He's like, I pulled 50000 out just to see what it feels like. No, he pulled 100000 out just oh, 100, to yeah, see yeah, what 000, it feels yeah, like. 50. Like, half is yours, half is mine. Yeah. And he's like, uh, "Lies!" instantly grabs the ring. He's like, here you go, you whore. Whatever he says. Yeah, you yeah, bitch, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so he now owns half of Quickstop. And... I don't I don't think that's how that works. I think it kind is. Of, yeah, kind of cause... cause that was just a payback. That was a payback because was collateral. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't own Quickstop. So it depends on however uh however Dante had set it up before he died. For it to go. I'm just going to say he owns half of it now. <laughs> yeah. That's what makes me feel good. It, they kind of make it seem that way for this scene because he says like, I don't think I'll ever earn Mr. Dante's place, but I sure as hell can buy it. And mm-hmm. so I was saying like, you know, Dante's half went to Emma because the whole collateral thing and then yeah. Elias paid off uh Dante's half, so that half now goes to him, which I think even Randall would probably see it that way too. But mm-hmm. I, I think it counts on how Adam you look would... at it. Just count anyways. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's a single contract these two have ever signed. <laughs> probably not. Except for like buying the place. Except for the loans and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. James and Bob come in, have one last joke, like, Do you want to get high as hell? Yeah.
1: They if you run get a, off.
0: This is enough to get you as high as Godzilla's asshole. It <laughs> was a pretty good line, actually. <laughs> yeah, and they like get they buy kites, but the literal kites that they were selling. Yeah, he's like, "Show but- me where the kites are." And Elias goes off and just to uh, push in on Randall, and he's playing with the rubber band. He's like, "I really wish you were here right now." And you get like the ghost of Dante there, and zooms out to the shot that every single clerk's movie ends with with pulling from the counter all the way back it's to the cooler it's oat milk this time though it's oat milk and it's kevin smith's daughter uh in the first two movies it was his mom oh, so she probably actually drank. probably drinks oat milk yeah uh and just going there and looking at all the dates on the oat milk and uh she has a quick stop shirt on so she's an employee and uh I was also like why is she doing that if she's an employee i hey, got to check the dates on milk <laughs> I guess. Uh, and then credits that's uh, clerk's 3 yeah it's so it's so good. It's pretty good. I really like it. <laughs> yeah. Like, generally, we avoided talking about it basically the whole time. I think the only part I dislike is the crypto stuff. Yeah. And I think some of that's, like, I feel like even when this movie came out, it was already on the decline. Yes, it was. It was on the decline. But I like, mean, the like it's... peak was a single hour, basically. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but like, that's the, they hit their peak, and within that peak, they sold their crypto and got a million dollars. Yeah, I hate like... to say that's actually the story of pretty much every single crypto millionaire. That's not true. A lot of them lost a lot of money because they decided to hold. Yeah, I'm fucking idiot. <laughs> There's a lot of that too. But like everyone who be- actually became a legitimate millionaire off of crypto just basically sold at the right time. Yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, it's just, I think that's the part I, d- I like the least, is the crypto stuff. And I think some it's of it's dumb. just I'm very, like, tired of hearing about it anyways. I think everybody is. I mean, yeah. Uh, It doesn't help that they're fucking pushing it more now that Elon Musk is a fucking dick writer on Twitter. Um, yeah. They just added a thing to fucking Twitter where if there's two replies, it forces an ad. That's so dumb. It's awful. And the ads are always crypto shit because no one wants to fucking advertise on Elon's fucking shitty website. (sighs) Twitter became such garbage. Twitter was already a cesspool. Now it's a garbage cesspool. Twitter, like, sucked. Now it fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Clerks 3. Yeah. I love it. There is a little message at the end from Kevin Smith thanking everybody. Thanks for watching my movie. Without this movie, I wouldn't have a movie. Without, without you guys, like, I want to thank you all directly. Uh, he said there's a line in there that uh, they say, like, I thought that this place was awful. Because I thought this place was great despite all the customers, when really it was great because of all the customers. And I feel that, and I mean that. Thank you all so much. Uh, which is nice. Nice little moment there. Uh, so, yeah. Let's go to scores on Clerks 3 start with Robbie. We'll start with Robbie again. That's fair. So, like I said, it the transition between like just another clerk's movie to like this very down to earth uh kind of like All right, this very down to earth um kind of wrapping everything up in a bow for the clerk's trilogy. It was re- it was really cool, honestly. Like it had a couple moments there just like okay, like it it is whatever like between like the crypto stuff and like some of the scenes were kind of dragged on a little bit too much which was kind of also probably commentary on making movies um were just kind of meh for me but like this movie is one of those weird cases to where like it just got better and better as the movie goes on so like if you don't like it at the very beginning of this movie it does just get better as it goes on and it wraps it up and probably has one of the most more perfect endings I've seen like for a movie period let alone like a clerk's movie mm-hmm. um yeah it, it's it went from a decent movie to a great movie at the end of it, which is kind of a really cool thing to see in some movies where like, you just get more excited to keep watching it as you keep going along. Um wouldn't say it's perfect, but I do really like it. I'd say it's still like... I can't remember what I gave the first one. Or not the first one. What I gave the second one. <laughs> it's definitely way better. This is the best out of the Clerks movies. Like yeah. Even if you don't like the first two Clerks movies, there's a good chance you might like this one. and think This is definitely i want to say like at least an 8 out of 10 maybe 8 out of 8.5 out of 10 8 out of 5 out of 10 8, 8 out of, of 5, 5 out, out of 10, 10 out, of, out of 12 <laughs> out of 5 all right uh e uh this generally it's one of the rare instances where a movie can retroactively like add so much to previous ones and uh, and it's just beautiful in a lot of ways there's a lot of really nice moments that it's obviously tugging at nostalgia a lot, but I don't think that's inherently bad to use nostalgia. I think you can do bad if that's all you got. I think that's (laughs) some of the (laughs) issue with Disney stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but where it goes, it's such a beautiful thing that is so hard to replicate. And I just, I love every moment of it. I, I, the ending hit me pretty hard. I cried too, for sure. And you know, any movie can get bonus points for making me cry. Honestly, I think that's fair. I think that's <laughs> as long that as it's works. not cry out of boredom. <laughs> yeah, if it's not me yawning, is why I'm crying. Um, and it, I don't know. It's hard to like have more ways to talk about what how much I end up liking this movie. Without just repeating myself even more than I already do, um, I, I think I'd be lying to myself if I didn't give this a ten. Honestly, well, wow. wow. uh, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't see that coming. Um, <laughs> you always say that. <laughs> I know. I, 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 think I'm just learning to not trust. You're still an enigma to try. That's what he's saying. <laughs> I'm never gonna trust my instincts with E. <laughs> That's fair. Um. Yeah, I love this movie. It feels like such a full circle kind of moment. Uh, this is one of the few things where I can say just nostalgic as fuck about it. Like all of the shots that they're recreating from the first movie, and like bringing back all the actors and stuff like that. Like it, it brings me back to being that little shitty teenager finding this movie on a website for free and watching it a thousand times and not knowing what this fucking thing was that I found cuz I like IMDb wasn't around at the time really so like I didn't know who I was looking up I didn't know what kind of movie I was watching it was just a fucking movie that I found on there for all I know it was from the 80s I had no fucking clue could have been a virus for all you know could have been a virus for all I knew <laughs> and just falling in love with this movie and not finding out until like 4 years later that it was Kevin Smith and that he made a bunch of other movies and uh it was huge it was kind of it's yeah. it's one of those huge huge movies for me and so having this kind of full circle moment of growing up not in the same pace as in the movie obviously but just this thing of like i am so much older than i was when i started watching clerks and in a much smaller way like i really am like facing my mortality a lot more now like things don't work like they do. Like, I'm not as sharp as I used to be. I'm not as fast as I used to be. I'm not, I'm just, I'm not, not in my prime, as they might say. Um, well, primes are like, seven, <laughs> uh, yeah, 13, yeah, yeah. two, three, five, seven, 11. So Robbie's in work- his prime. He could tell me all. Of them. <laughs> I, I, I started at like the fifth one. <laughs> um, yeah like this is just a very emotional movie for me and just being with these characters for essentially my whole life honestly for like my entire functioning brain thinking life i have had these characters with me and just kind of having this uh big ending for them is such a huge moment and having related for my whole life to this dante character and kind of uh feeling a lot of the same ways like this how this character talks and stuff like that like it's I don't know. It's uh humbling, I might say. In a in a lot of weird ways. Which I was like, damn, maybe I should eat more vegetables. <laughs> maybe I should <laughs> eat more vegetables. Uh it's uh it's amazing. I really do love this film. I would give it a ten out of ten easily. It's it's beautiful, it's amazing, it brings these characters full circle in all the best ways possible. It. Excels above every other clerk's movie easily, and not to say that I don't love clerks one and still enjoy clerks two, but like this just feels like i it... mean I think the wording on that shows some something about clerks two, yeah <laughs> <laughs> honestly yeah, uh clerks three just feels so different it feels special it feels yeah. like it it, really it's one of those something. rare movies that's so good that it makes the first two better, yeah, it's uh I think it's kind of an important film in a lot of ways for pop culture and kind of the indie movie making scene even. Like it's just it's a lot. And I I, everything that Kevin Smith has spoken about, like this was a huge moment for him too. Like this was a culmination of his entire life, essentially. And just kind of putting putting a stamp on it. Like, hey, this whole chapter is done. And it's time to move on to the next one. It's it's emotional. It's very emotional. And uh, I love it. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Definitely recommend people go and buy it. Give me more Kevin Smith movies. (laughs) So Dry has been saying since the beginning. Yes. Next we're going to have Jay and Loud Bob. Ooh. You'll never guess the gimmick of that movie. I see. They smoke weed. Oh my God. What? (laughs) (laughs) I would have never guessed the gimmick of that movie. They smoke so hard they get a concussion. (laughs) I don't A think that's in the first one, actually. I forget who they are. It would be kind of funny if they actually, well, I guess they kind of toyed around with the idea of it in the second Clerks movie, but uh, if they made it to where like, Jay and Silent Bob decided that like they can't smoke weed anymore, because <laughs> Kevin Smith decided that he was done smoking weed. That would be funny. That would be interesting, but I think he I'm pretty sure he'd rather just retire the characters. Uh, no, the, he has said that they will probably be back in some form or another. He doesn't know how but he will probably do something with them again. So, I imagine he, make, he is in the process of writing a third Jane and Bob movie. Where? Fourth? Third? I thought there were two. I thought the reboot was the third. Reboot's the second. Oh. Because Jane and Bob Strike Back is the first one. Oh, that's And what's then Jane and Bob reboot. But they have been in so many of his movies that it's ridiculous. All of them, basically? Yeah. Uh, They play a huge part in Dogma, which is ridiculous. Really? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, They're probably in Dogma more than any of the Clerks movies. That's funny. Yeah. I know Daria talks about that one, so I imagine we'll watch it at some point. Weirdly enough, Dogma was the first Kevin Smith movie that he saw before we even know who who Kevin Smith was, because I showed it to him. Yeah. It's true. There's no dogs in this. (laughs) Where's the (laughs) maw? Is that the mother dog? (laughs) Dogma. (laughs) Ma, where's the dog? Dogma. (laughs) Harley Noah. Harley Noah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh all righty, let's uh get out of here alright uh E Yo. people want to get a hold of us where can they do that we have a link tree L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash L-O-Y-P gives you a link to all the podcasting areas and stuff gives you a link to our Twitch stuff we play video games we sure do every Wednesday every Saturday many Thursdays it used to be Monday now it's Thursday <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> So look forward to that. If you're uh watching this after Thanksgiving, I don't know if we're having one. We'll probably have one. Maybe things I get a little know. bit weird during the holidays. They yeah. do get weird. Uh up in the air whether we're gonna have one on Thanksgiving weekend. So yeah. we, shall we see. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. We'll we'll figure it out. And But this episode comes out on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. M- Merry <laughs> Clerks miss. Clerk. Clerks Moss, <laughs> <laughs> that's like the Clerk. Taco Bell tie-in. Yeah. <laughs> Clerks Moss has some Jane Silent gravy. No, Ew, wait, that doesn't hold on. Sound good at all. Uh, <laughs> <But> yeah, <laughs> check out that link tree. Check out all those yeah. things. Uh, yeah, look forward to that stuff. Wednesday is just me and Daria. Uh, Saturday, we're it's it's all over the place. We're it not gonna, is. we're not going to start a series for a while. Yeah, we're thinking we're not starting a series until the end of the year because yeah. we're also getting into our end of the year stuff soon. So we don't want to commit. Yeah, and uh, Thursdays, like I said, we switch the day. Me and you do rando fidos. Well, p- we play two to three random fighting games on a big old wheel. There was a milestone. We played a planned fighting game. <laughs> Whoa! No, we started with one. We wanted that's to just not very play... rando. Plando fidos. <laughs> <Ooh>. Plando fidos. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, so that that's all good and fun. Every now and then, there's like bonus streams too, because me. Me do things with roommate. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, you do things with roommate. Uh, but yeah. So check all that stuff out. And I'll say I'm planning on in the next year. There's gonna be some side content regarding the stream. Ooh. Uh, it's stuff I've been working on. Okay. So I I want to give myself a deadline. I want that stuff to start coming out next year. Okay. Okay. Uh, I also have a second podcast project. It'll be on the same feed. It'll be out on a different day. We haven't discussed when we're gonna start recording that, but it will also come out next year. It's gonna be every Ed and Eddie episode. I hope everyone's ready. I can't wait to hear his thoughts on every Ed and Eddie episode. Ready? Yeah. Is that the fourth Eddie? Yeah. Ed Ed Eddie and Ready? Cool. <laughs> You'll never get secondary plans. Is. <laughs> he yells a lot. Oh no. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. Good stuff planned. Uh we're you know, it it's been like five years of the podcast. I don't even remember. Four. Four, four or five. Four. Uh we're branch we're starting to branch out, you know. It's time for us to spread our arms. Yeah, we're a tree. Or something. Right? Sap. Oh, we're just the sap? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Goes good on pancakes. I don't think that's you're thinking of you syrup. I yeah. think you could eat sap on pancakes. I don't think you should. Why? I think it's bad for you. I don't. I think you could just eat sap. I don't think you can eat sap. I'm pretty sure you can eat sap. We'll figure this we out next week. Should probably clean it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're just rambling at this point. Yeah. Why don't you get us out of here, Robbie? All right. So if you're out and about, make sure to be healthy. Make sure to eat some of your vegetables. You don't want to get a widowmaker. <laughs> get a get a small robot put into your groin so <laughs> you, uh, you can't can clear out your. you eat healthy. This episode's coming on at Thanksgiving. Try to eat healthy tomorrow. Eat healthy tomorrow. Yeah, eat healthy tomorrow. <laughs> well, there. give it till Monday, actually. There's a lot of leftovers. Uh, it's almost the new year. Might as well save it till next year. <laughs> but... Just make sure you have a couple leaves of lettuce with your turkey and gravy. If it helps, you can put the gravy on the lettuce, too. (laughs) But whether this is the very first time you've listened to us or you've been to us since the very beginning, thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for being here. Yeah. Uh, Talk to you guys again very soon. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Bye.